0: your health podcast with ben kenny and dave kennedy two guys heading out to hack body mind business and beyond we are here to provide a single source bullshit free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer Yo, welcome back, uh, episode sixteen. How are you, man? I am. Hey, I'm having a great week, man. Uh, training's been good. Uh, feeling good overall. Energy levels up. Uh, you know, honestly, things can be better. And I'm finally beating you and the lights side of the house. I feel like my lights are better than yours now. Just, just throw that out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, Google's more lights. Need more lights.
0: <laughs> How is your cut going? Good. You know, listen, I, I'll tell you, um, whenever you deal with uh, a bulking face, this is the first time I've ever done a bulky face, right? Uh, you know, you look at the progress here, and I, I'd love to get into the, the details of this, but, you know, I first started training with you, uh, the, the whole purpose was was kind of cutting up, right? You know, because I was overweight, you know, I kind of had that mushy body look, um, and, and I wasn't severely overweight, right? Um, you know, but I, but you know, I, was, I think it was at 220 and we dropped down to i think like 200 or 195 or something was my my lowest weight there and you know that process was interesting because you know we were still building muscle at the same time but slowly and you know we once we got to a point where i was lean we started pushing calories more and pushing calories more and then we went into this training program which was a 10 week program with jeff, jeff nippard And, uh, you know, the calorie requirements for something like that, especially as you're lifting super, super, super heavy, you know, in your 85 to 90%, you know, one rep max, um, type of percentiles, you know, it's, it's, it's taxing on your body. I'll tell you, uh, I've never ached as much in my entire life as I have then. Um, but you know, the, the thing that, uh, was really difficult for me was pushing that weight, right? Because, You know we push calories and i started increasing weight and obviously you know in our minds in in our culture everything about us is if you gain weight it's bad because we don't want to weigh 315 pounds again uh and you know i started noticing some body comp differences first and foremost i started noticing my strength getting insanely ridiculously crazy right my strength shot up super fast um my ability to lift and pull weight shot up extremely fast Um, but I also started adding some, some body fat as, as kind of a byproduct of this. And if you look at, you know, kind of the week after week, after week, after week, um, of how things started to move, um, you know, you can start to see my abs shrink a little bit, right? And you can start to see my abs shrink a little bit less. And then I had a little bit less abs. And then I was like, okay, I kind of have like two and a half abs, you know, that you can see. And, and that was really the hardest thing I think for me to overcome was, you know, I, I, I started freaking out. Because, you know, I started seeing, you know, my body comp, you know, taking a hit and we, and we never let it get out of control. It was never to the point to where, you know, it was really bad or anything like that. I maybe added what, three or 4%, you know, body fat, maybe, or something like that. And so, uh, we just started the cutting phase, what, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I can already see my abs. I'm already lean again. I'm dropping two pounds on average a week. It's working exactly as anticipated, but I will tell you that first week that we started doing the cutting phase, I felt like complete shit. You know, I, I felt like I was Fat Dave again. Uh, that you know, I I gained all this weight, and I wasn't going to lose it, even if even if we cut my calories, I wasn't going to lose it again. You know, like all of these things start to go through your head again, knowing that's bullshit. I mean, it's it's total. You know, you're you're psyching yourself out. It's total bullshit. But it was so hard for me that that one week, especially you know, because we would come out of a deload week, and then we went into this this cutting phase. And, you know, I had a lot of energy. I was putting in the work. Um, I'll tell you, the new program that I'm on, I'm really enjoying this one as well. I'll talk a little about that and, and progressive overload. But ultimately, um, it's working as anticipated. In two freaking weeks, you know, I'm, I'm already feeling 10,000 times better. And I know this is just the beginning of it. Uh, and, and things are absolutely fantastic. My energy levels are super high. I'm feeling buff as hell. The muscles are starting to come through now with all the 10 weeks that we added. I can actually see way more muscles my arm size increased a whole one centimeter in a week like it's it's ridiculous like things are great things are great but the mindset is is the hardest effing part with this man but trusting yourself is i think the biggest thing here where you revert back to i'm getting back to fat dave i'm getting back to fat dave you're not getting back to fat dave you're, you're literally doing a controlled gradual increase to do what you want to do to get to the gains that you want to get
1: yeah I absolutely agree and i know it's difficult and there's nothing more frustrating in thinking that you're putting all this work in and you're trying to go one direction and you're not sort of seeing it so you start to question it and you're like oh shit am i doing the right thing like you start to question everything like have i fucked yeah. it blah, blah 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 and i think that's probably will lead us into sort of what we want to talk about today in terms of training for your specific goal and what that looks like and sort of making sure you're going in the right direction with
0: that yeah I'll tell you um my my biggest fear in life in this whole program so I think everybody has different objectives than, than mine right you know my my objectives are when I walk jack down the at. street <laughs> exactly that jack Jack this fuck it is 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 exactly where I want to be at but I want to be one of those guys where when you walk in you know someone's like, damn that dude fucking lifts you know like that dude is 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 fucking huge, right? And i don't want to be like jay cutler bodybuilding type of style but i just want to be big you know i want to have big muscles you know when i take off my shirt you know i i, I i'm people are like damn that guy's jacked as fuck, right you know and, and that's my goal that's not everybody's goal though and you know i think my my biggest fear and i hear about this all the time like i'll listen to all these videos and you know i'll see these people that have been working out for for six years for 10 years and they're the same size as they were probably year one or year two that they started and you, you hear about, you know, the folks that are in the gym all the time and they're, they're there five days a week, you know, putting in the work, but yet they stay the same size as they were before. And I think that's my biggest fear with all of this is that, you know, I'm not progressing forward. Right. Um, and and I know I am and I know the measures that we're taking uh, is, is getting me there. But my biggest fear in life is like, hey, you know, if, if I continue to do this. I need to continue to see progress and moving forward, and continue to grow and, and to grow bigger, which will get us into you know progressive overload and how you kind of structure your workouts. But I think for for everybody, you need to kind of figure out what your big challenge is and how you overcome that. You know, I I just got a someone was asking me yesterday. They're saying, "Hey, I'm looking at buying this piece of equipment. I'm looking at buying a, a, a treadmill so that I can lose weight." I'm like, "Man, we gotta have it. We have we have to have a talk." Like, let's just talk okay you know don't don't go and buy a treadmill instead why don't you get some dumbbells and you know on a bench just get some resistance training and that's going to do you much better for the weight loss side of the house and to maintain and keep it longer term uh, than anything else now here's the thing like you can do cardio and starve yourself and lose a shitload of weight right but is that going to be sustainable for the rest of your life the answer to that is probably not you can't live your life you know on 500 calories a day you know doing a, a juice detox you know for the rest of your life it's, it's just not going to work what uh. but the internet the internet told me that that's what i needed to do <laughs> listen raspberry ketones will solve everything you know it's got to be the raspberry ones, so the strawberry ones don't work right you know <laughs> i think
1: you know you, you're talking about this from a like a perspective of yourself and i'll touch actually on what you're talking about first about being Jack af because i have a, a story about myself i remember the first time I went over to, there's a gym in Nottingham called M10 and it's like the, it's where I went to learn how to train. It's actually where I first was introduced to tempo. So anybody who trains with me and hates the tempo, this is where it originally came from. But I remember walking into this gym and it's like, it's a small facility with loads of equipment in it, like very, very physique driven. And I walked in and there was maybe five or six coaches that worked there and they were big as fuck like they were jacked and it was almost like that that presence that they demanded straight away because they they were just big fucking guys and it wasn't Love like it. they weren't doing anything they were just stood there they were just big dudes and i was like i want to have that presence that's that's to me why i yeah. want to get big like i want to have it it's not the to flex my biceps everywhere it's just to be stood here and be a big person and people like respect do you know what i mean because it's taking yeah. a lot of work, work to get there but you're talking about yourself and uh and that fear of putting all the work in and staying the same and i know that that's a fear of yours but i know that we're not actually doing that but i have people on calls every week that are living that they're like i've been training for the past five years i've done this 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 and this i've tried 50 different things i've done all the dads blah 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 blah. and i'm the same and that to me like i would just want to bash my head against the wall do you know what i mean you're putting all the work in and there would be nothing more frustrating to not get to where you want to be or where you feel like you should be going
0: yeah, and and you know, I'll look at some guys, and I'll be like, "Do they lift or not?" Like I can't tell. Like they have a, you know, they have like a, a, a physical physique, but you know, I don't really know. I can't tell if they've been lifting or not, right? And 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 I know that's that maybe sounds horrible, or you are judging me. That's not my intention. I I, I don't. I do want to be like that. Like I'm, I want my physique. When somebody looks at me, you put the time and effort into your body to look the way that you did. And I will tell you, you know, I've been what we've been going through this for a little over a year and a maybe about a year and a half or so. And um it is hard as fuck I mean it is not easy right and, and and it's not I would say the the how how hard I go at it is not easy. not everybody has to do that right I mean you can do this gradually over time. I mean, I'm lifting six days a week. I'm doing three days of HIT training, high intensity interval training. I'm doing you know twelve thousand steps a day. I'm you know locked in on my calories and, and eating the right way. So like everything is is hitting on full cylinders. Plus, I take like seven thousand supplements, which I'm sure do something. I don't know. Um, you know, so uh, uh, especially the raspberry ketones. But uh, the uh, you know the, the thing the thing with me is you know it, it is really hard, and, and it gives me an appreciation. Like I I really. Appreciate the guys that, you know, like Yuri, for example, you know, that that is uh you know always posts his picks on the Week of Health. The guy was morbidly obese, guys, you know, doing jujitsu and you know all this other stuff. The guy's incredible looking at his age. I mean he's, yeah, I think he's in his fifties or something like that. Guy looks incredible. And apologize if I bastardize your age. You know, I'm now if you're in your forties, you look fucking amazing for forties. <laughs> um you know, so uh, but uh he 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 looks incredible, right? And and I can appreciate like where he came from being obese to looking like that, like the level of work that it takes to get to that type of, of position where you walk in, you're like, damn, that, that fucking guy puts in the work, right? I want to be that guy. Right. And that that's where, you know, uh, I, I, I got to have a lot of the biggest fears there is, is, you know, I need to put the work in to get there. And, you know, a lot of people struggle with the, the progress. I struggled with my progress. When I first started training with you, I'm like, I'm not seeing a difference, you know, like, let, whoa, 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 let's go to Dave mush, you know, week one, and let's go to Dave's abs, you know, m- month six, you know, or, you know, and, and let's take a look at the, the difference, you know, I'm like, okay, damn, yeah, and, and, and you know, I had the same, same thing, uh, when I started doing the the deload uh, stuff, you know, I took, I took a look at myself, um, you know, uh, from from like week one or it's week six or month six and looked at me now I'm like man my my shoulders my biceps or you know my, my traps are looking great you know like I got all of these different um, you know things happening for me where I'm growing exactly the way I need to my weight's going up you know from what I'm lifting I mean everything is just hitting on the right side it's just a matter of of continuously putting in the work and repeating it right repeat 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 there is no secret it's just consistency and repeating what you're doing. And I think that's that's the hardest thing that I struggle with, um, going through this is like, I don't want to be that guy a year from now looks exactly the same. You know, I want to be bigger. I want to be bulkier. I want to. That guy's putting the time and the work, and you know, I want to be the biggest guy in the room. That's 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 plain and simple, right?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. I think the the best way that we can sort of describe that would be. It- To me, I don't mind putting the work in. Like, I don't mind it being hard. Like, I wouldn't want it to be easy. It just needs to be worth it on the other side. And I think the uh, sort of another point to note on this is there's obviously levels to this whole thing. So, you know, the level that you're at now a year ago, if you had a look, somebody who looks like you now, you'd have been like, fucking hell, I want to look like that. But now that you look like that, you're like, okay, what's next? And you need yeah. to recognize that the people that you're looking at now going, fuck, I want to look like that. There's people who are where you were last year looking at yeah. you going, fuck, I want to look like that. So there is yeah. levels to the whole thing. And that comes down to just where you're at in your journey. And I think that is an important, um, I actually tweeted about it and tried to relate it to episode and seasons. I think people got what I was trying to say, but... It's about knowing where you're at and recognizing where other people are, and the same. Like we need to sort of reiterate the fact that you didn't start doing six days a week and no, you know orange no. theory and everything else. So not even close. Not even close. As as you have progressed and your your physique has progressed, you know the more that you saw the benefits and the progress, the more that you wanted to do because the more benefits and the more progress you wanted. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a good point to see is like, you know, uh, someone had asked me, you know, or you know, I just posted a picture of myself on, on Twitter recently uh, and it was you Which know, again, it was,
1: just point out a second. Like, you know, that's a big thing
0: to do. To oh, put I, that that's out. what I was gonna say is like, you know, I would never post a picture of my body uh, online, I, you know, and it, because I'm so self-conscious about Fat Dave. And, you know, I even still look at myself as, you know, oh, I got this imperfection, I got this imperfection or whatever, you know, and I, I need to clean this up or I need to cut the stomach up a little bit more. And, you know, um, and so I think I always have that even when I'm, you know, big and, and, and it's hard to, you know, like when you look at somebody and you're like, man, that guy's jacked, right? But then you look at yourself and you, maybe you're in the same boat as that person, but you still look at your imperfections that you have, like, hey, I have a scar here that no one notices or, you know, like the, the simple stuff that you you go through your mind on, on certain things, but you know, I'll tell you to be able to post a picture and I just posted a picture from the first time. It wasn't uh, it, it was, it was, you know, like when you look at at some pictures, right? Uh, some pictures you might do in black and white, you might do with good lighting, you know, you might do, you know, cause it looks good at that time, you know, like, but you know, you look at yourself like when you're like not in good lighting, you're like, okay, well, it doesn't look like that. Right. You know, I think bodybuilding is like, 70% muscle, 30% lighting, you know, uh, you know so, uh, she just got the lights installed in the gym. That's today. right. <laughs> no, they're still going, they're still going. They're almost done. I think I think it'd be done today. Um, but what's interesting about that is I just posted a pic today and it was no flexing, no pump, just me, right? You know, no filters, no, nothing, no granular things. I did with the no photo. Fake, I just, no fake Tom. No fake tan it, it was literally no fake tan I'm as white as it could possibly be It's like a blinding in the sun right um you know but uh uh it, it was a natural picture of me, and I was proud of that picture because that was me, and that's a year and a half of busting my ass to get to that point there and is it perfect no, is it where I want to be no but it's it's pretty damn good and and you know i'm I'm really liking the progress that i'm making right now and, and where I'm at, and again you know testament to you. And your frigging dark magic—I don't know how the hell the hell you do it—but you know it's 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 you know I, I'll tell you having a trainer for me is probably the single best thing that I have ever decided to do in my life, aside from marrying my wife, aside from having my kids, and aside from starting my business. Okay, so you're up there. That's pretty up good. Like, that's I'll pretty good, that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll huh? take that. Like, that's a pretty good compliment. <laughs> like, I think. Well, what I want to ask you is. Do you ever take it,
1: I guess you do because you have all of what you just said, but do you ever take a minute to sort of step back and be proud of yourself for the work that you put in and what you've achieved?
0: I do. You know, and, and, and whether that's me walking around the house without my shirt on, you know, I would never do that a year and a half ago or two years ago or three years ago or four years ago, going back to my history or whether that's, you know, uh, waking up in the morning uh, early and having energy to go and work out. Um, you know, i think i think the progress is what drives me i was actually talking to my wife today and we were we had gone to orange theory t- uh, together today it was a real tough one um and and i started off kind of like in a math but i was still ready to go you know but i wasn't in like a i'm gonna kill myself and destroy myself type of mode because monday i killed myself and destroyed myself it was honestly horrible <laughs> i had to take a nap um but uh um uh, but i started running and there was nobody there from a competition perspective that I was worried about. The one guy that's there that I was kind of getting competition wise, which he's not even close, close to me. No offense. You know, like I I don't mean, and then he's doing his own thing. He's doing awesome. But you know, like I was, I was kill him like by like a whole, like half a mile or a mile. So it's like, but I always like put him in my mind as he's my competition, just so I can like push myself. He wasn't even there today. And I started running and I'm like, you know, so it's an endurance day. And normally I average around three miles to 3.1 miles. I'm going to try to beat that. And I just kind of, made myself my own competition because I know I can do it. And at the end of the day, I did 3.4 miles, which is the highest I've ever uh, run in in that short block that we have for 20 minutes. So I did 3.4 miles in about 20 minutes, which is awesome, right? I was dead, but I put myself in my own challenge. So, you know, putting my body through the work and seeing the progress and making sure that I continuously have progress and driving myself is great. And I always recognize where I'm at now. I, I, uh, it's such a confidence booster, you know, walking into a room or when I'm, you know, I, I'm a, I coach my sixth grade kids basketball team, having the energy to be able to go and do that and play basketball with the boys, you know, all that stuff is great. Last story I'll tell you before we get into the actual topic here. Um, is I uh, had poker night uh, on Saturday, which I equated for all the seltzers that I had in, in my in my, my fitness pal uh, and the two shots of habanero mango whiskey, which uh, was brutal. Um, but uh, uh, I ended up taking 100 bucks, which is awesome. I won the most amount of pot, and I donated $100 to uh, a, ho- a homeless dog shelter charity. Um, but uh, uh, one of the guys I hadn't seen because of COVID, he hadn't been there because of the whole COVID situation, it was the first time I saw him in a year and a half. And uh, he's like, oh my effing gosh dude like what the hell happened to you you look jacked and i'm like yeah yeah i do you know like that's that's cool you know like thank you that is exact that in that moment in itself
1: is it's worth every hour every weight lifted every calorie counted everything that
0: you do that exact moment you school yep yep yeah i uh i've been putting the work I, i saw a funny meme it, it was hilarious. I think it was in the, uh, the dad bod transformation, uh, thing on Facebook, uh, Emil runs it. And, uh, uh, dad bod Facebook transformation is a great, uh, thing for people, by the way, if you're on Facebook, just look up dad bod transformation. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's a great, great group of, of just people sharing their, their experiences, but it had a, a meme and it was like uh, a guy that had this awesome physique and body. And, uh, it, and it was him lifting and it was it was a in his mind it like bubbles up and it's you know you it has a picture of like all these women that are just staring at him with like you know like oh my god i can't believe this guy lifts all the time he looks amazing and then you have like and then the next thing pans over to in reality and it's like eight guys saying dude i love your biceps you look great you know it's like you know yeah. it's like yeah. Yeah. It's, true <laughs> though, it's true it's true and i think
1: you know another point the nowadays and it's something i don't know whether it's just a cultural thing for over here but i often find that if someone gives a compliment we tend not to be able to take it, do you know what I mean? We'll play it down in some sort of way or whatever. And it's good to actually just be able to take the compliment and accept it rather than being like, oh, no, just like, I'm always the one, if someone says to me, "You know, oh, you're looking bigger, I'm just like, oh, I've just got a smaller t-shirt on, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> playing it down in some way, shape or form, but to be able to accept the compliment again is another sort of a credit to what you're doing.
0: I'm gonna tell you like uh, uh, shirt sizes, You know, I'd always wear baggier shirt sizes um, to kind of hide my physique, right? And I notice now that I'm wearing larges and I'm comfortable in larges because it shows my, my muscles off and my body type, you know, and, and uh, all that stuff, you know, again, confidence in, in what you're doing, putting the work in. It's just, it's so much fun. I love it. You know, and, and, you know, I think, I think it is an addiction to some sense, right? Um, an addiction to make yourself better. Right. And I think that's the drive. If you look at like Jocko's mentality, right. You know, Jocko just exhumes. I'm a badass." But, you know, Jocko probably wasn't a badass when he was in first grade. You know, you you develop that mentality, you know, obviously being a Navy SEAL and being just a badass, you know, obviously makes you that way. But it's, it's, it's a mindset, right? To go into the Navy SEALs, you got to be a badass, right? And mind-wise. Doesn't mean your body has to be there, but mind-wise, you have to be a badass. And so I think, you know, having an addiction to a mindset uh, of, you know, I want to better myself and I want to be a badass... Um, helps with everything that you do in life. And we talked about this a lot in the, the mindset podcast episode that we, we we went through. But mindset has, I think, everything to do with it. And if, if your mindset is, I'm going to fail at this. I feel like shit. I don't feel like working out. I'm not going to give myself to sleep. You know, you control all of these aspects of your life in your mind. Your mind is, is it. Now I'm not saying it's easy, but having a mindset in place to push you forward will will make you insurmountably more successful than not
1: yeah uh, there's actually so you've led me on to two points that i wanted to make and i think you've just led me into it perfectly i was leaving harper off to to chadco this morning and this is this is definitely a mindset thing i was coming out and one of the other dads was, was coming out and he's like oh how's it going i'm like yeah really really good you know everything's good what about yourself and he's like oh struggling on and i'm like that there's two type of people there there's people yeah. who like Everything is good. I don't know whether it's because I'm telling myself everything's good, but I genuinely believe everything's good and Same I feel here. good. Whereas he's like, oh, struggling and it's that negative sort of mindset. He's telling himself that he's struggling every single day. So yes. he's going to struggle. And I mean, 100%. I think how you, I don't want to say talk to yourself, but, but yeah, how do you talk to yourself is is massively important. And whether you need to sort of positively reinforce yourself or whatever, I think that that's something that's definitely, definitely overlooked. And it was just such a passing thing. He probably didn't even think anything of it, but I was like in my head going, He's a so how he's fucking talking to himself. Like of course he's gonna be struggling.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you that that's probably what led me to you in the first place, Ben, is, is the similarity in in mindsets, right? Which is, you know, positivity, you know, lead through example, um, you know, live your life a day by day uh, in a positive manner. Yes, you're gonna have shit days, but the shit days don't make you. Right? You make your positive days more than not. And the more positivity you have towards life, the better you're going to be success wise in business, uh, in your life, in your marriage, and everything that you do with your kids. Um, you know, if, if you're just continuously telling yourself, my entire life is shit, and I'm not saying your life is not shit, okay? You know, you, people struggle with a whole bunch of stuff in life. There's no question about it. You have deaths, you have. Job losses, you lose a spouse. I mean, there's a lot of things in this life that are not fair and, and and hit us all. And there's inequality, and there's a lot of shit that happens in this world. But your perception of life and the long term vision of life needs to be a positive one in order for you to be successful, right? And I think that's the the, the thing that we lose. Is the prime example of what you said right there is if you know you're like, oh, I'm struggling. On oh, my day's shit, my next day's gonna be shit. I hate waking up. I hate going to work. I hate doing this. I hate doing that. Your whole perception of life is going to be i hate i hate life and you know i've always been a person of positivity even when i've gone through some horrible shit in my life you know i bounce back and i'm just like hey this is a horrible week or a horrible day i need to get over it and i need to look at the positives that i have i'm blessed with an amazing family you know with an amazing life i'm successful business wise i have some amazing friends you know, in the grand scheme of things, this thing is shit. Like I remember, there was a couple of weeks ago where we just had just I just had a really shit day with uh, uh, some customers that were just like just not nice people. Like you know, most of the ninety nine percent of our customers are amazing individuals, but then you just get like dickheads, right? You know, they're like they're total dickheads. Like they treat you like crap, they treat your employees like crap, and you know, I just had one of those days where I was just dealing with a dickhead all day long, and it was you know, and, and your perception is that dickhead made you a dickhead, you know, because. You know, they're, they're literally being a dick to you. They're being a dick to your employees. And you now got to defensive and back your employees up. And you got to figure out what's going on. And you, you obviously trying to smooth it over and, and, and make it a better thing. But your perception of that day is, Man, this is this day sucks. And it's easy to say, well, my next day is going to suck. And my outlook is going to suck because this day sucks. No, it doesn't. That's just a small, tiny micro fraction in the grand scheme of things of an amazing life that you already have. Right. And we have to be able to pull ourselves out of that. And, and, and we have a shit workout day. You know, let's just say we have a shit workout day. Yeah, it was a shit workout day. Tomorrow I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kill it. Right? We have to look at that long term perspective of life, and I think that's really important to have that mindset.
1: Yeah, I think the the
0: dickhead ripple effect
1: is definitely one that is hard to overcome. Like people can yeah. fuck your day up. But uh, what I always try to think is, as like maybe someone's been a dickhead to that person, and I'm just right. getting back you know, off the back of that. So I get that too. Second point I want to make is about mindset, and this is something that I've always thought in terms of training, and you'll have heard me say it a million times. The correlation between a strong body and a strong mind. And I got a message. I tweeted it there just before we come on, um, from one of the, the BC fan members. They had went to see the therapist. They suffer from ADHD and they hadn't seen the therapist in, I think she said over, over a year. Um, and she was talking about the things that we were doing, the things that we were monitoring, the things that we put into her check-in sheet to sort of stay in check with herself. And she was like, whatever you're doing here, is what i've been trying to do for x amount of years and awesome. keep doing and it was that sort of it's the things like that that make what i do worthwhile that go beyond the physical transformation and whatever else but i'll always put it back to her it's the credit for her she's put the work into it you know i mean i'm just saying making yeah. suggestions try this blah 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 blah, blah. but it awesome. just sort of leads back to how much number one you can be in control if you take control of the situation but how much both of those things affect each other both body and mind and i still don't know which one comes first? I just think they go hand in hand. So if you work on one, to. the other one will improve and just continue, you know, continue to yeah. improve.
0: Well, one thing I'll say about about what I've noticed in the the BC Fam and the We Hacking Health and, and all our stuff is that, you know, your your business is growing exponentially, which is awesome, and that's a testament to what you are doing, right? You know, you are you are sitting there and you are personalizing the struggles of people to them. Everybody's different, and that's that's got to be hard as as hell. To navigate, because you you really have to dive down into what their problems and what their issues are. Is it is it time management? Is it motivation? Is it their outlook in life? You know what what can we do to home in on those those key problematic areas and start to change them over time? And that long term view is something that I didn't have. I, I probably still don't have fully. That's why I rely heavily off of you for um, to to really put things into perspective that this is a journey, right? We have to change these habits over time. To get to where we want to be and to be happy in life and happy with ourselves and happy with our body and you know i, I just want to say you know first of all congratulations happy birthday last week was your birthday so happy birthday Thanks, thank um, you um and then second uh, i'm such a horrible friend by the way i totally missed your actual birthday and i said it a day late i'm so That's pissed fine. by myself That's for fine. That. i'm gonna make it up with ho- sending you a whole bunch of liquor don't worry um so uh, but uh, um but the thing is you know like it's a testament to you and and, and how you approach things of being able to home in on an individual person. Like I, I feel like the Jeff Nipper program is a great example. Like Jeff Nippert is amazing. Like he, he, he's an incredible bodybuilder. He shares his knowledge and his wealth and he can go on a site for 40 bucks and buy, you know, a, a training program. That training program isn't going to fix your issues. It's not going to fix your mindset. It's not going to fix your, your nutrition. It's not going to fix your macro counts. It's not going to have, you know, somebody you can bounce off of when you're having a shit day. Um, You know, and I think that's something to, to say that's a testament to you. Of what you built is that, you're looking at everybody's problems uniquely to them because everybody's completely different and then you're focusing on what their goals are in order to build it out and that's really cool to see yeah it's just for me i don't know whether it comes from always having worked with
1: people and i always call it my people encyclopedia like i've always been around people like i grew up my mom worked in a restaurant i was always there's always people and i i'm a sort of person who will just sit back and absorb what's going on. Like, I'm not really the person who will be in the middle of it, like being the fucking star of the show. I just like sort of try and observe people in what way they are. So I don't know whether it's just the time thing of like different types of people and whatever else. But the thing about that is people will come to me with a specific issue, but it's trying to work out what the actual issue is. Do you know what I mean? It's It's mm-hmm. what they want versus what they need to begin with and sort of trying to differentiate the two. And that's the most difficult bit. Number one, to differentiate it, but number two, to get it across to the person because they're like, oh, no, but I just need a fucking meal plan. And you're like, like meal plan is the the last thing you fucking need. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, seeing the success of of Chris and Hennig is a great example of that. You know, like when Chris first started, uh, you know, he, he said, hey, I can give you two 30 minute days a week. Right. And now he's working out all the time. Granted, he's been quiet lately. What the hell's going on with him? I think he's been he busy. was on vacation last week and then he's ah, in class whatever. this week. He has apologized a couple of times to what me. A for bitch. Being what I'm a like, bitch. You know what? Whatever. You know what? You know, know, when, even when I was on vacation, I was still like, hey, I'm getting my steps in or hey, I went to the gym and did this. You he know, just no doesn't excuse like Chris. Discord.
1: He doesn't like Discord. That's his issue. He doesn't <laughs> want to be in that chat. He's just staying in the Facebook
0: chat. Uh, he'll, he'll convert <laughs> over. Whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's it's crazy to see his transformation because, you know, his his. In his mind, his issue was time management, right? And uh, uh, and and that's something that he's been able to allocate more and more time to, which is himself, uh, and which is giving and putting the work in, and and. Now he's in a position where he's working out not as much as me because I'm definitely still beating him on that, but he's still doing great for his, himself and he's he's up there, right? I mean, he's working out what training five days. Maybe he's been quiet
1: because he's like at a training camp and he's just training all day every day and he's just going to come back <laughs> in like, two weeks. He's like
0: Batman. who were like with to like some like crazy place in like Africa, you know, where he's like training with like some ninjas. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You yeah.
1: <laughs> he's just going to pop up at the end of the year and be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm missing, but here I'm absolutely shredded."
0: <laughs> I'd be so pissed if that was you, your guys's plan. I would literally. I'd be like, oh, all right, this is it. I'm done. Um, but uh, all right. So that was that was a good topic. Now we, we should switch over to, I think, the, the, the main, actual topic of, the actual of topic the of what we want half, to talk about on <laughs> Yeah. Right.
1: So what we want to talk about is, I mean, the way I would probably summarize it is number one, understanding what your goal is and training for that goal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I think the first thing we need to sort of separate is different types of training. So in my eyes, there's two probably main types. Obviously, there's a lot, but you know, from the people who are listening and the people that I know that I work with and whatever else, there would be the weight and resistance training side and then the cardio side. Weight and resistance training can be sort of categorized separately to like strength based and then more hypertrophy based. The cardio side can be less, which is like low intensity stuff, and then high intensity stuff. That's as simple as I can make it, right?
0: Yeah, and I think you know, you, you need to figure out what your goals and objectives are uh, for what you want to accomplish. Like if. If you think that, you know, hey, I just want to be lean and I don't want a large muscle profile or even a a little bit of muscle profile, then cardio is probably the right way to go for that, right? You know, you can literally do cardio. And if you get your eating down right, you know, your total daily energy expenditure and how many calories you're eating per day uh, and be able to, you know, put yourself in a deficit. Uh, Right now, um, I'm at 3,200 calories a day, which is a deficit, which, you know, my, total daily energy expenditure is probably around 33 34 3500 um, so i'm in a 2 300 calorie per day deficit which you expand that over time you know can you know be several thousands of calories that i'm in a deficit for per week and so you know it's just a math game at the end of the day where you know hey if i'm doing cardio and i burn 700 calories extra and i don't eat those 700 calories you know i'll be in a deficit and i can use it over time to to sustain weight loss right and and so cardio though the reason why people say you need to do cardio to lose weight is because you're increasing your deficit because you're burning more calories, right? So you're out there running, you're you're putting the the work in, but the problem that most people face is that they think that because I do cardio, you know, your body is like, "Well, shit, you just ate, you know, you just you just killed 700 calories. I need to replenish those 700 calories. So I need okay. to eat those 700 calories, <laughs> and then I need to eat the same amount of food that I ate before." So you're not losing weight or you're not getting your desired weight. On average, you should be wanting to expect to lose around one to two pounds per week on average is, is about the normal spine. You can, if you're severely overweight, you know, three to four pounds a week is, 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 is fine as well. Um, even up to five pounds, you know, is, is kind of crazy, but you can still do it. Um, but you know, the thing to take into consideration is that just because you're doing cardio does not equal weight loss. It's literally a thermogenics issue. It's calories in versus calories out at the simplest form now there's nuances to it. But anybody that tells you different or says, Hey, you know, if you just do keto, you're going to lose this weight. If you do this, you know slushy diet, you're going to lose. At the end of the day, it's calories in versus calories out. It's the amount of calories that you eat and the amount of calories that your body burns. That's literally as easy as as possible as it can be. Now, there are things that are that are more specific that we've talked about these in previous podcasts. We're not going to get into macronutrient breakdowns of protein, carbohydrates, and fats. You know, obviously, more protein centric is going to be more conducive to protein synthesis and allow you to increase muscle mass. Um, carbohydrates are going to be your energy. Fat is kind of the glue or the oil for your whole engine of your body to work. So there are a lot of things that that make your body work a certain way. But at the end of the day, calories in versus calories out. So if you do no cardio at all, none, zero, you don't even get your steps in, but you're in a 200 calorie you know, per per day deficit, you will lose weight. So, so you do not have to do cardio to lose weight. You don't need to go and buy a treadmill and kill yourself and then eat 10,000 calories. To gain weight. Okay. So, you know, it's 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 a simple thermogenetics thing. Now, if you want to have more cardiovascular health, you want to be more fit, cardio is fantastic. I I love cardio. I I you know, uh, you know, Ben hates cardio. I love cardio. You know, I, I love running, I love the the endurance aspect of things, I love going and beating the person next to me. I love the running pieces of it. So I do orange theory, you know, three times a week, which is what we call high intensity interval training. Um, but I only do three times a week. That's it. I do not want to impact my gains on the muscle side. If you do too much cardio, it will absolutely eat into your muscles and you start to lose muscle mass as part of it, or you won't grow as much muscle mass as, as you potentially could. So I try to limit as much cardio as I, I do to ensure that, that my, my strength and resistance training doesn't doesn't uh, take a hit. Yeah, I think it, it was, well, I mean, I have to credit James this for on our
1: very initial call whenever he basically put it back to me that the cardio is burning the fuel. So basically you're literally just burning calories. So food is fuel, cardio will just burn through that fuel. Weight and resistance training allows you to build a more efficient engine that will allow you to eat more calories, which will allow you to have more fuel, which will allow you to train at a higher intensity or a higher capacity. And I think, I don't think it has to be, or it should be one or the other. And even talking like when we get into strength and hypertrophy and rep ranges, I don't think it needs to be one or the other. I think having a, a good combination of them all works well. I think where people see frustration in cardio, they do fucking endless amounts of cardio and they're like, I'm just, you know, I'm not happy with how I'm looking. And you're like, yeah, okay, right, okay. So maybe you lost weight. If you've come from massively overweight and you've done all this cardio and you've come down, you've lost loads of weight and whatever else, you're going to be a skinnier version of what you were. And you're not That sort of athletic physique that you know, like we're talking about carrying muscle mass, you need to spend time in different periods doing different things to actually achieve that. And I think that that's where I see a lot of frustration for people on initial calls. They're like, "I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this," and like you're ticking the boxes. You're, you know, you're putting the work in. You're just ticking the wrong fucking boxes, basically.
0: I, I would say that that resistance training is by far the number one most important aspect that you should focus on if you're looking to get a physical physique. It doesn't mean, mean, need to be mean, need to be you're getting huge or jacked af. You know, it can mean hey, I have a physical physique where my muscles are toned, I have a six pack, or even though I don't have a six pack, I just look lean, I look muscular. You know, you you need to do resistance training. You're, you're you know, if you just do cardio, yeah, you might be skinny fat, but you're not going to have that lean typical. You know, body type that you would see from from folks that are at least putting in some weight training or resistance training that goes along with it. So to me, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, when when you're severely overweight and you want to shave the weight, the best way to do that is resistance training. You know, resistance training will start to build muscle, you'll start to burn more calories, and as you start to shed that weight off, you're gonna start to see the muscles because you're building the muscles as you go along, right? You know, um, I, there's a number of folks um, that are that are that you know that I know, like Danny, for example, um, is doing a lot of resistance training. Um, you know, and and he's he's shedding the weight down as he's going along with it. And you know what? At the end of the day, he's going to look jacked as hell because he's focusing on muscle training resistance versus the cardio aspects of trying to drop that weight. And I think people get it flipped. You know, like the, the person I was talking to yesterday about going on getting a, a treadmill, you know, to lose weight. I'm like, dude, seriously, like take a step back. And get some dumbbells and some, you know, and and some uh, and a bench, and focus on building muscle, uh, so that you can maintain and look better and 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 look, have that physical physique that you want to. Versus, you know, dropping the pounds or weight. And I think that's where most people get confused on is that hey, if I drop the weight, I'm going to look great. And that doesn't doesn't work that way. Um, you know, you're still going to be the skinny fat. Uh, you know, that that we typically see in people. And again, I'm not I'm not judging anybody. That's just the, the body type composition that you typically see with with folks. And so, you know, for me, you know, if you want long-term sustainability, if you're going out there and you're killing yourself in cardio all the time and you're just destroying yourself, is that sustainable long-term with the perceived notion that you're going to have a physical body type someday, but you're probably not going to because you're not incorporating resistance training. So, you know, to me, getting your food down right and obviously your calories ins and outs, uh, resistance training and some cardio on top of that or not. Is the best approach to to getting that physical physique which is most important
1: yeah i actually have an example of this is the call that i had this week and the guy could just tell he had so much frustration and you know you're talking about getting down to the weight and this is the prime example of why well, i don't give a shit about weight but anyway so he you know he started off to i think he said 270 or thereabouts and he got down to like i think he said 165 or something like that and he thought when he gets to this weight, he will be happy and he said that he got there and he was just like, I'm not happy with how I look. Like he thought that being that weight would be happy. He did cardio to get to there. You know, he did hit classes and whatever else. He put the fucking work in. Like I had a, yeah. a really good conversation with him. And the issue that he faced was he just put the wrong type of work in. So it's yep. not getting to that weight. And he says that he actually got to the point where he's just like, fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore. Like yeah. it's not, you know, he's not frustrated with where he was. And he just started going backwards, backwards and backwards because it was like, I thought that, putting this work in to get me to this place weight-wise would make me happy. And I was like, it just wasn't, you know just wasn't happy with, with how I looked or how I felt. And it was just a case of doing the wrong type of training. And I think that this leads us on to exactly what this conversation should be.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you look at, you You can, obviously, let's just say you're 275 and you shave yourself down to 165 is way low to me. Which is incredible, um, like an incredible achievement. Like you achievement. don't take that away. fucking yeah, pounds yeah. Is, yeah, is monumental, yeah. right? I mean, that is amazing. But are you going to be happy there? You know, I remember when I lost on my weight when I had my surgery for the, the gastric sleeve. Um, you know, I, I went from 315 pounds to 175 pounds, which I'm six four. My wife was complaining I'm too bony. I look like a skeleton i hated how i looked i actually I, I was in the airport on sunday
1: and there was like a like going through the duty free and there was like a moisturizing thing and there was a skeleton there like a, in a lab coat and i was like i feel like this is what dave looked like whenever he talks oh, yeah. about
0: whatever i'll say i'll send you some pictures i mean i looked i looked like I was dying, you know, like I look like, and you know, I'm, I'm already white as possible. Right? I mean, you know, that's why they got the mood lights in here. So you can't see how, <laughs> how like just pale white my body is. Um, so I looked like a skeleton, you know, and, and I wasn't happy with my physique. Then I was, you know, I was, I was, I felt better about myself because I, you know, I wasn't 315 pounds, but I didn't feel great about myself. I wouldn't take my shirt off. There's no way. Um, and you know, I'll tell you again, first time in my life over this past six months that I walk in with confidence, I walk in with you know uh, the ability to know that, that I'm putting the work in. and I feel good. My body looks good. I go to the beach. I take my shirt off. I feel good about that. Granted, again, I could use a little bit more of a tan, um, you know. But you know, all of these things completely change with me based on my body comp type and how I wanted to, to to progress. And that's only going to go up from here. And I think um, going back to my biggest fear, right, which we really talked about and how you kind of overcome that is that we, when we're doing resistance training, so we, we've talked about, hey, cardio isn't the right way. I'm not saying don't do cardio. If you can incorporate some cardio, that's fantastic cardiovascular-wise, it's not gonna make you lose weight though. Focus on your eating, focus on resistance training, and then the rest will come line. Just get you know 10,000 steps. I was watching, there there's a, a bodybuilder uh, from Animal, uh, which I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Um, I'm gonna I- go. Oh yeah. The, we, I, so I got mine yesterday. I'm so excited. I, I have to wash shirts first so I won't wear shirts that, uh, well, there's time where you don't have the flag up either. Like I keep seeing pictures of the gym. I have, the, I flag. have the flag in the gym. I just have to hang it because they've been doing the lights and stuff. It's, it's been long. I'll get, I'll get, up there. I can't wait to do the flag up there. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, you, uh, this guy, this guy's just ridiculously huge. I mean, the guy's just a beast. I mean, his, his muscles are like out to here, you know, he's a bodybuilder. Right. And, you know, he, he talks about the cardio that he does. And it's literally him walking on a treadmill for five minutes, and then he just does his weight training, and then he eats the rest of the day. That's it. That's like that is it. Like if you want that body type, there's no cardio at all in there, right? Now I don't want that body type. I don't want to be that big. That's pretty impressive, but I, I don't want to be, be like, man, I can't fit my arm through the door, you know, type of guy. But uh,
1: but there's a uh, there's a point to note in this. Like so, obviously we're talking about the the calorie burn calorie cardio burns the fuel so cardio burns calories and weight and resistance training builds the engine so obviously that guy's got a big fucking engine do you know what i mean he's yeah. probably 300 pounds or whatever so five yes. minutes walking on a treadmill he probably burns a shitload of calories do you know what i mean it's probably like me running for half an hour <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean because there just yeah. physically is more of them and that's that sort of leads back to the point of weight and resistance training and and building muscle will allow you to have to do less cardio down the line and i think another point to put in there is you know the cardio to get you to lose x amount of pounds and whatever else you have to put hours and hours and hours in. that's not something you can do forever if you even were to cut that in half do half the amount of cardio and half the amount of weight and resistance training you will build up muscle and you build you know strength that down the line you don't have to do as
0: much cardio because you're physically burning more calories in the cardio that you already do does that make sense hundred percent. And so, so think about it. the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, the bigger engine that you have, right? So the more resistance training you do, the more you build muscle, the more protein synthesis occurs, the more that your muscles actually grow, the more calories you're burning. Your body basically equates to that because it's, not, it's literally the science of our body. It, there's, there's no like, you know, this isn't like the, the 1800s where you injected, you know, cocaine to, to get you your pre-workout. I don't, I mean, we know the science behind our bodies and how this stuff works. There's no, like, i understand there are some benefits of keto especially if you're like that you know diabetic and stuff like that but like these diets fuck us up so bad because it's like they're going away from how our bodies work from a science perspective and trying to spin something in a way that hopefully gets somebody to lose, you know, 20, 30 pounds and buys a whole bunch of raspberry ketones, and all of a sudden now, you know, you gain that 50 pounds back and you're like, well, what the hell did I just do all that for? Right. Um, we, we have to look at this from a science-based approach and say, what's the best, most efficient way that we can go and do this? And so that gets me into the resistance training side of the house, which is my biggest fear is not growing, right? I want to grow in size. So how do I do that? Well, you know, there'll be times in the gym where I'm like, I don't feel like I'm growing, I don't feel like I'm getting stronger. What does this mean? So I started taking more of a database approach to my programs and understanding how much volume I'm doing. Now, uh, I was listening to Jay Cutler recently, who's a famous bodybuilder. He's one of my favorites. Uh, I just love hearing him talk and you know, kind of going through his program. We should get him on the podcast if we can. Uh, just a really nice guy. I buy, I buy all of the supplements too, you know uh, the, the intro workout and the uh, pre-workout stuff that I use with him is great. Um, but uh, uh, you, know, we, we talk about uh, how do you grow your muscles? And the way that your muscles work is, you know, when you lift something up, that doesn't directly equate to you're going to grow muscle. So if I lift this up here, I'm burning calories, but it doesn't mean my muscles are are are, you know, creating mTOR in order to start to build the protein synthesis model where I'm starting to build muscles. Um, I totally heard that by the way. (laughs) Uh, But uh, uh, so we have to we have to stimulate our muscles in a way that says, hey. We don't have enough muscle capacity to lift what our current work day load is. We need to increase our muscles so that we can get to this point. And this is what we call progressive overload. Progressive overload is probably one of the most fundamental uh, things that you need to understand in resistance training. Because if you're not going to progressive overload, you're not training yourself hard enough, and you're gonna you're not going to grow as much muscle as you potentially could, or not at all. Um, and so when we start looking at progressive overload, it's really how do we increase the temperature in our muscles to where our muscles are fatigued uh, and we can no longer lift any weights and it it causes our muscles to be stimulated in order to grow more muscle and and that's really what we have to be focusing on is total volume um and and that can be from lifting heavy you obviously hear power builders you know lifting super heavy weights lower reps so you know if you do 505 pounds which i did you know uh really you hadn't (laughs) mentioned in a couple of weeks (laughs) But uh you know uh you know I did a 1 rep max of 505 well, that's that's a lot of volume right that's a lot of weight you know if i do 400 at you know 5 for example that's a lot of weight that i'm pushing through my muscles that get them fatigued much quicker than if i did 200 by 12 so you know we have to look at this and say well how do we fatigue our muscles in a way that causes our muscles to want to grow and that's too progressive over now now i started taking more of a database a, a database approach to all of this which is I track how much I lift per muscle exercise per week, and I try to increase that every single week so that I am continuously going there. Now, uh, Ben actually recommended a book recently to me, which I really found kind of mind-blowing. There's a graph in there that, that put it into perspective for me. You don't have to use an Excel spreadsheet like I do. There's a couple of ways that you can do this that is just based on feel. And, and Jay Cutler is one of those guys that does it based on feel. He's like, I've never tracked my weights that I do. I don't you know, pay attention to how much weight I'm throwing around. He's like, I just tried to do this. And you know what? Jay said, all of my my workouts are typically 15 plus rep ranges. You know, Everybody's like, oh, you have to do six to 12. Jay Cutler is a great example of you don't have to do six to 12 to be a bodybuilder. Um, So higher rep ranges, more volume. More volume equates to your muscle fatigue. More fatigue equates to muscle growth. So whether that's in the three to five range, whether that's in the six to 12 range, whether that's in the 12 to 20 range or 12 to 30 range. It doesn't matter as long as you're fatiguing your muscles, and there's a lot of science behind this. Jeff Nipper just said – Jeff Nipper broke down the the most recent um, scientific studies on this around which has more for muscle hypertrophy or muscle growth. Is it the 3 to 5 range? Is it the 6 to 12 range? Is it the 12 – all of them are the same uh, just based on volume. And so, so you- just to just to yeah. interrupt you
1: there, I did obviously a bit of research earlier on and I was, I was trying to you know find is there anything that is best better than other or whatever else and anything that I could find, basically, they said anything from one rep to thirty reps if you 're progressing in it, you will build muscle it 's not that one is better than the other, but what they did say is what they are it was coaches can 't remember the name of the 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 YouTube channel, but basically what they did say is where people fall down is by reading a study that says 8 to 12 is the way to go. And then for the rest of their life, they do 8 to 12. They find the most benefits of alternating between the two. And you'll know this from plans that we have done that I use them all. So I will use 6 to 8. I will use 8 to 12. I will use 10 to 15. I'll use 15 to 20. Like I will use them all because they all work. Yeah. It's just a case of not sticking to one. And if we were, and I actually thought about you whenever I was, whenever I was w- watching the YouTube channel because obviously you've gone from the power building program that's like 500 sets of two reps or whatever the fuck it was yeah. to now doing three or four sets of 10 to 15 reps. So because that's a new stimulus on your body, your body should react like that. Oh, because, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Like the, the amount of strength and increase that I got from one week to the next is crazy. Um, you know, it was, it was immediate and noticeable, right? And, um, the, the book that you recommended is called the principles of muscle building program design, uh, by Nick Mitchell and Jonathan Taylor. And, uh, there was a a graph in there that really resonated with me around progressive overload. And, And what we talk about progressive overload is basically it's a failure. Okay. Your muscles are failing to where you can't, if you're doing a bicep curl and you're coming up and you just can't get it up and you're just shaking, you can't get it up. That's what we call failure. Now you don't have to do that directly to failure every single time, but to get to like, um, one to two RPE um, type of, of thing. An RPE is the rate of perceived exertion. So if you're at a one RPE, it means that, hey, I can do one more bicep curl and then I'm done. You know, to get around that type of volume to where your muscles are fatigued, to where you can only do maybe one or two more, that's what we're talking about on the progressive overload side. Increasing weights to get to the point to where your muscles can no longer lift that weight anymore. And that's sending the instructions to say, I need to build muscle. And so, what I look at, and that there was a graph in that book, uh, "The Principles of Muscle Building," which said, "Hey, shoot for for you know just just as an example, twelve reps, okay? And if you did twelve reps and it was easy, increase the weight by ten percent. If you get to, to eight uh, to to an uh, eight uh, uh, reps, it, you know, decrease the weight by five to ten percent. You know, try try to get to the point to where you know you're always balancing between eight and twelve, but it's hard for you, right?" And so that that little balancing there or six to eight, whatever ends up being, you know, I I always try to get to 12, but it's that when I get to that 12, I I can barely lift that 12 up. I mean, I'm shaking to get up to that 12 and I'm hurting to get up to that 12. Right. And then I drop it and I got that 12. But that might not happen every time I make it to eight and I'm done. I'm fatigued. That's great. You know, you want your muscle fatigue to be there. And that's how you should be looking at every single body part that you go after, uh, whether it's your calves, whether it's your biceps and triceps, whether it's your chest. When I'm doing bench press. I'll get to the point to where you know I'm, I'm I have a, a it's kind of kabuki cambered bar. It's a neutral grip uh, bench. It's cambered. It, it tailors in, and I'll get to the points where you know I'm like you know I'm like oh sh oh shit oh shit oh shit. oh god oh god okay okay I got it. I got it. okay <laughs> you know and you're, you're like that's that's where you want to be at from a muscle fatigue perspective in order to maximize your growth and muscle hypertrophy?
1: Yeah, the, the, the most simple way that I can put progressive overload across without trying to really get into it is, if you look at your rep ranges, say for example, we talk about eight to 12. Now, caveat to this is, whenever I start a new program, I always find that it takes me two or three weeks to sort of find my working weight. It's not like I'm gonna go in and go, okay, right, I'm gonna do 100 kilos here, no problem. It takes me a while to find it. But progressive overload to me means that you're increasing at least one rep or at least some weight. And the way to do it is, say, for example, you're looking at 12. Say this week you get 10 reps. Then next week, you know you need to get 11 or 12 reps. Once you hit that 12 reps, which is the upper rep range, then you increase the weight, which naturally is going to lower the amount of reps that you do. So you'll maybe come down to eight again. Then you just rinse and repeat. So you go eight reps and you go get nine, 10, 11 or 12. Build it up again, hit the twelve, and then simplest form, just increase the weight and down the reps again, and that is the simplest way that you can look at that it.
0: That's a great way of putting it in perspective, you know. Like uh, that, that's actually a, that'll help me out a little bit uh, in how I'm looking at this. So, you know, I, what I've been doing is just basically increasing, like YOLO, you know, ten pounds. In it, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, and it's also difficult because I came from you know powerlifting. Uh, which you know, my my twelve rep is very different than my yep. five you know five rep uh, range. So I'm trying to find like that that exact spot of where where my muscles are at from a from a fatigue perspective. And you also have to take in consideration, which is just so much stuff going on, is that you know like you just did a whole new training program, so you did a week of your training program, so you're not going to be fully recovered the following week too. So. You know, your weights are going to be different one week to the next. So, and I'm adding new things and I'm, you know, kind of playing around with things. So it's like, it's not, it's not perfect, but what you want to shoot for is, is, you know, Hey, as Bennett said, you know, always maximizing muscle fatigue is the best way of putting it. Right. And I like, I like that approach. that will help me out a lot when I look from previous week to next and saying, well, I got 12 this week, let's increase it. 10 pounds. And, you know, see how I do. And if I get to eight, cool. Next week, I'm going to do the same thing. See if I can get to 12. And how many can I bang out? If I get to 12, then I'll increase another 10 pounds or whatever it ends up being, right? You know, it's this incremental approach of getting stronger uh, to really help out what you're doing. But progressive overload, progressive overload, progressive overload for hypertrophy is the way to build muscle. If you're not putting in that type of work at the gym, you're going to sit there and stay the same or grow very, very slowly. Um, I think and the, so the really thing important.
1: the note about this is having a record of it like i yeah. live and die by my logbook so i'll go to Same the gym here. and i'll open up i'll write what i did the week before i'll write it out and i spend like 10 minutes writing it out and i'm like right, okay say hack squat i'm like fuck right okay i need to get i need I got six reps last week i need to get seven reps so in your head you know exactly what you need to get going in it's not just the case of jump on the machine stick some weights on it, and just fucking go for it it's like right, like, yeah. what do i need to get here to progress and knowing that it's like i need to get this no matter what happens
0: i uh i've always uh Recorded mine in an actual physical piece of paper that I like doing, but with this new spreadsheet that I've been building, I've been doing it directly on there. Which it's taking me some time to get used to, but I really do like um, having an electronic version of it. That's obviously not going to work if I'm going to the gym, uh, you know, somewhere else. But I don't ever go to the gym anyway, uh, other than my house, so it works out just fine for me. Um, but you know, even if you just record it and put it into your you know Excel spreadsheet later on, I think you know it has that that big benefit of what you do. And I was kind of falling into that cycle where you know I would do a hack squat. And I would just do the same weight that I did last time, and just you know keep going as I go along. Now I'm really focusing on, hey, I need to do this to fatigue, right? You know, I need to do this to where, you know, my shit's breaking down and my muscles are like, I can't take this anymore. And that's when you have the most amount of success. Yeah, that's it. Healed it. Awesome. Yeah, I like. I, I thought this was a really good podcast. That's that a really good by. one. Yeah. Yeah. Time flew by. Yeah.
1: We should really do good. More. We should do more
0: do more do you do five a week <laughs> <laughs> every day <laughs>
1: actually one thing i do want to say is and i'll just put it out here while everybody's listening to the podcast we need to get on twitter spaces because i think that'd be real cool to actually have yeah. a conversation because obviously it's great you and i talking but all these people that we talk about on a regular basis having them in the one place so we can set that up agreed let's do it cool catch you next week
0: catch you next week thanks for listening everybody take care bye bye